So, I mean, just decreeing things out loud will establish things. And we have to learn how to trust God in the middle of the storm. Look, what happens is in the middle of the storm, we start to get offended because we're talking about offense today at God. Remember what happened with the disciples in the boat during the storm in Mark 4. And, you know, the waves are beating and beating on the boat until it's about to sink. I mean, it was a dire situation. And Jesus is, praise God, asleep on the boat because he's not worried. He's having peace in the middle of the storm. But the disciples, they woke him up and they said, Master, do you not care that we're perishing? They are right away accused him. They got offended at him in the middle of the storm. So it's not only getting offended at people and situations, but we're in the middle of that. We start getting offended at God. Absolutely. Yeah. Someone right now, um, I just got a word. Yeah, so come on. Right now, you're facing a storm, but it's Jesus. with your child. Oh, it's God. with your child. You, and Jesus. so for you, you are having to go daily oh, before the you. Lord and say, God, I choose to trust you right now with their life. Because right now you see that their destiny is in jeopardy. They're making wrong decisions and they're having, a, they're walking in a wrong path. And you're having right now, the thing that God is, you're getting tested on is your trust. Will you trust God when you can't see? So Lord, I just pray for that person right now. You're at home right now. I know you're getting hit by the presence of God because this word is for you. Yes, and I'm going to speak into that situation with your child that God is bringing the breakthrough and the Lord is bringing them on the right path. Would you trust him today? Lay down your worry. Okay. Uh-oh. See, someone got offended when I said that. Lay down your worry. Mm. God has it. Mm. You can't see. You can't see it clearly, but God has the final answer. And wow. we declare peace right now yeah. into that situation. Wow. And peace come. I can feel it over your mind mm. right now. Because this is where the enemy's been hitting mm. you every day. Yep. Just waking up, feeling that, you know, yep. worry and stress. And Peace come right now to your mind in the name of Jesus. And look, I'm not judging. This is a word that Anna just got. Okay. And it might, and I think it's for more than one person. I think it's for many people right now. And uh, if we were in a group right now, they'd all stand up because there's so many out there watching. But then look, as I say this, guys, I'm not judging. I'm not, I'm not trying to condemn you, but I feel like in the midst of this storm with your child, You've also let yourself get offended at God like the disciples did. Oh, Master, don't you care that we're perishing? Okay. but And you've been speaking uh, in your heart like, God, how come you're not doing anything? God, you see what's happening. Well, how come you're not moving? And you've also been getting offended at your child. And you've been talking about all the terrible stuff they've been doing to family members, friends, and things like that. You know, now they've done this. Now they've done that. Now they've done this. Guys, look. Look. We have to repent for our words of offense because that doesn't win the battle. That stops down the supernatural power of God. That's why when Jesus got, you know, when they woke him up and they said, Master, don't you care that we're perishing? He woke up and he rebuked the storm, told it, peace, be still. Okay. He told it, stop, be, be, be still, be silent. He commanded the storm. Then he turned to the disciple and he said, where's your faith? See, Jesus asked that. One of the reasons why Jesus asked that is not only because they were allowing the storm to terrorize them, but they allowed the storm to make them offended at him. That's not faith. We have to trust in God. 
So if that's you, if you've been in your heart going, God, I can't believe you are letting this happen. It's not God that's letting that happen. It's the devil that's come to kill, steal, and destroy. You also have been maybe speaking against your child. Repent right now. In fact, let's just pray together. Say, Lord God, I forgive my child and I repent for speaking negatively about them. And I also, Lord, repent for accusing you and getting offended at you in the middle of this storm. Forgive me and cleanse me now in Jesus' name and help my child. Stop this storm in their life. I use my faith and yoke it with yours to believe you're going to bring them home in Jesus' name. Look, if that's you and that's your child, well, I'm getting a lot of people that was like, I rebuke, I rebuke fear, I rebuke fear, I rebuke fear, I rebuke fear. It's like, wow, right? And if now if that was you and that word was for you that Anna just gave about your child, chat in. That's me. That's me. Let's see you guys respond to that. This is incredible stuff because it's true. Mm -hmm. and it's practical and i see that i see these kinds of things happening a lot now you also talked about when you were going through this you guys took a lot of communion we did communion and you know what the thing is um the church needs to embrace communion more mm. i think we've watered it down can i be real we've yeah, watered yeah. it down to like holidays and you know if, if there's a message on communion that week but when we started taking that little, like we had our juice and we had our little bread, yeah. you know, but the thing is, as you do it, as we would do it, what happens is you say, I'm remembering your blood that was shed for me, Jesus. Come on. I'm remembering your body that was broken for me. What happened for us is we went from the position of being a victim to the enemy to say, listen, Jesus had the victory yeah. on the cross. So what happened for us is as you, as we took communion, as you take communion at home, I'm telling you, you're applying the blood into your situation. You get the mind of Christ that you have victory. You're not a victim to what the enemy is trying to do right now. So for us, it changed it. And I want to say this. Um, I always tell people this, don't, don't open, Offense opens the door for you to be a landing strip to the enemy. Mm. Um, when we were, I just want to share this quick story. Yeah, please when, do. When we were in Nepal and we were yeah. ministering and we went to this area that was, um, it was full of these Hindu temples and there's people, you know, making all the idols and everything. Well, we went there and it wasn't a safe place. Mm, okay. okay. We went there with our team to go minister yeah. and there was a man there. And he needed, he needed healing. I saw right away because my spiritual eyes were open and I could see that his back needed healing. I went and asked him, Hey, do you know the Lord? Do you know Jesus? I had a translator. Okay. Okay. Immediately he got offended and he got angry. He was super angry at me. And then I said, listen, okay, your back needs healing. Do you, do you need to have pain in your back? And he said, Yes, I do. And he said, through, this is all through translator. Yeah. 40 years he's had back chronic pain, wow. the sciatic pain going down his back. So wow. I pray for him for wow. healing for his back. He gets healed, completely healed. Wow. We're walking up and down this square. We're walking up and down this square. And all these people, right, of course, are watching. Yeah. Because this is like all these foreigners. What's happening? Walking, oh, my gosh. This guy's getting healed. This crowd gathers around us. Yeah, people. 
we ended i ended up leading the man to the lord he got his healing first wow. then Come got on. led to the lord in case you were wondering um but what happened is the crowd rose up and they rose up against us and they, they were throwing fists and it was getting wild the translator got us out of there our team out of there he, i'll never forget this he turned to look at me and he said anna you see and he said that spirit of anger jumped from that man to that wow. crowd and i read wow. that scripture became real to me you know in mark 5 where where jesus wow. cast the demons out of legion yeah. into the pigs yeah listen oh, demons yeah need a place to go oh, yeah. they want a landing place oh, so yeah. when you have a fence when you hold on to a fence when we hold on to fence and bitterness yeah. whether it be towards god towards other people yeah we are opening ourselves up yes to attack from the enemy gosh okay guys i, I hope you're sharing this broadcast because this stuff is real and it's rampant okay look uh, this is so true. And if you can't relate to what Anna just said on a practical level, let me help you. Have you ever had one of your friends get offended about something and they came to you and told you the story and you got offended for them on their behalf? They're like, oh, I can't believe they did that. Oh my gosh. They should be shot. They should be arrested. That's terrible. And you start getting offended on their behalf and then it keeps on going. All the other friends come into the circle and it spreads because that's what that demon does. That demon offense jumps on one person and then look, it's out of loyalty and friendship and everything else that we join in agreement with that offense. Okay. So we have to be careful. We have to be careful. We can, we can still be loyal to a friend and help them, but not get offended about it. We can be like, wow, that's wrong. Let's pray about it. Let's deal with this. This is good. We're going to fix it. And it's awesome. Okay. But we cannot let ourselves get offended about it. Look, offense shuts down the miraculous. It totally does. It does. It absolutely does. Yeah. And look, guys, go get your communion because we are going to take communion together and get rid of this offense by the end of the broadcast. But I do want to camp on this point. And that is um, offense shuts down the miraculous. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. It shuts down as you get offended. Listen, you, it's very hard to flow with the Holy Spirit yeah. when you've got a fence in your heart. Yeah. Let's just be real. Right. So if you're needing a miracle today, mm. right now, come on. You're needing a miracle. I'm not here to judge you. I've dealt with offense. It's a daily thing. I have to say, Lord, search my heart, oh God. Search my heart. It's in Psalms. I believe it's 26 2. It says, um, Search my heart, O God, examine me, test my mind and my heart. Mm. And that's something that I have to daily do and say, Lord, is there any area in me that has offense or bitterness, any area of sin that mm -hmm. I'm not aware of? Because sometimes we're not aware that we can just get mm -hmm. offended in the littlest, littlest way. Yeah. <laughs> And what happens is it shuts down us from receiving all the fullness or abundance mm. of life. That's John 10, 10, right? The second mm -hmm. part of that scripture says God comes, Jesus comes to give us abundance of life. Yes. The enemy tries to steal that from us yes. through our offense. Look, guys, I have seen so many miracles happen 
when I preach about not being offended. In fact, we have a resource called Do Not Be Offended. Um, and I know Anna has too. We're, we're going to take communion. And so part of taking communion is what Paul said to examine ourselves. So we won't be partaking of the body, you know, er erroneously. We won't be not discerning the body of Jesus Christ and what he did for us when he shed his blood and his body was broken for our sin. So we are going to move into that. But I just want to prove to them really quick with this scripture in Matthew 13 about how offense shuts down the supernatural. So, guys, this is the story where Jesus came back to his own country of Nazareth. And he was teaching in the synagogue and there were people that, that were amazed and everything else saying, where did this? man get his wisdom and and what about these miraculous powers that he has and but then they started getting offended they said is this not the carpenter's son where do you get all this wisdom how come he can work all these miracles is this not the is, is mary's son we know his brothers james joseph simon and judas we know them uh, it, it, you know how could he have all this wisdom and power and it says and uh, it says and they took offense at him they took offense at him. They were repelled and hindered from acknowledging his authority, and it caused them to stumble. And he's and it says that he did not do many works of power there because of their unbelief. Part of the unbelief came through the offense. Jesus couldn't work miracles there because of their unbelief and because their offense. When you allow yourself to get offended, you're shutting down the very miracle that you're desperate to get. The very thing that may have even allowed you to get offended at God himself and Jesus. It's like, why aren't you doing this? What happened? You can see that I'm in pain. You can see what's going on. And I'm not belittling your situation. I'm trying to give you wisdom to know that if you allow yourself to get offended, you will not see many miracles. You will see the power shut down. That's why one of the big reasons why I've always, you know, made sure I stayed out of offense. And offense... um it's often in families. Yes. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Like, let's just be real. Yeah. There's a lot of times where you get families together, big groups. And I'm saying that someone's going, oh, that's me. Hallelujah. Don't I know it? Amen. <laughs> Don't scream at the camera. In fact, chat it in, guys. Chat it in. <laughs> but you get your family together. Now, I love my family. I'm not right. speaking negative about my family. But the, the enemy does sometimes use things in the families to stir up yeah. offense yep. because it's those who you're closest to those who know you the best he's for whatever reason he can use things to yes. stir up offense even sometimes it's my own kids say something and i'm like oh you know and i'm like ah. you know and the enemy just uses it so check yourself is there something going on yeah. in your family? Have you had offense lately? Did it yes, rise up for on. you as the family got together? Did the enemy use that ground to just stir up a little lie right in there, a little offense in mm. your heart? Was there something that got stirred up? And if you feel something, here's what you do with offense. Repent. Thank Lord, I repent for my offense. We can't talk about all these keys if we don't give the biggest one, which is repentance. I repent for my offense and I turn away from it. Repent means to turn away. So I physically am going to turn away and say no to this offense. Yes. And we got to keep choosing it. Yeah, guys, you need to repent. And then, like she said, turn away. What does that mean? Because those those offended thoughts, those critical thoughts about that person, your neighbor, your friend, your mom, your dad, your kids, your husband, your wife, 
whoever it is, it, they're going to keep on trying to come back and invade. And if you allow them in and then you start rotating on that thought, chewing on it, growing it, you know, talking in your mind, self-talk about what you would say back to them if they, you know, if you saw them again or, or what they need to know, or you, you start even rehearsing little, little conversations you have with them the next time you talk to them about that. I mean, th that's not repenting and turning away from the offense. That's embracing it. And it grows through that, guys. You have to shun those thoughts. You have to put up a barrier and say, I will not think about that. I will bless that person right now. I bless them. I love them. I, I, I release you, your favor upon them, God, right now. I don't receive those thoughts. Devil, I decree right now, this is where the line in the sand is. You cannot keep on putting those thoughts in my mind. I don't receive them. You have to get aggressive. You have to get aggressive yeah, that's to break free. Such a good point is after repentance, bless. Yeah. That person yeah. that bless that person. I bless. And you know, another thing I wanted to say is with offense, often leaders, right? Yeah. Maybe pastors in your life, someone or your boss, come on, the Lord, like oh my gosh. the enemy will stir up things with someone that's maybe in authority position over you. Right. I'm saying it because I see it. So it's happened, but I'm saying, I'm saying it because I'm hearing it from the Lord. Yeah. What you do repent, but then you bless that person. Yeah. Uh, Lord, I bless that person. I bless their marriage. I bless their finances. I bless their ministry. You sow in blessing yeah. to that specific situation. All right. Whatever that situation is right now for you. It's true guys. And, and I've seen this happen in businesses, ministries, as a leader of ministry, I have many staff that work with me. We all have to be so careful like if anybody says anything with kind of a weird tone or, you know, says something that is hurtful or even if people don't realize they've said something hurtful, we, we, we have this pact with each other. You know, if somebody says something to you and they don't even realize it, reach gently over to them and say, hey, hey, I love you and that hurt a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, don't get offended yourself. Just, you know, touch them, reach out to them, forgive right away. And if you do say something to somebody right away, come back and say, oh, you know what? That, oh, that I felt that come out. That didn't. That didn't feel good when I said it. I'm super sorry. Forgive me. You know, I, I don't want to speak to you like that. I mean, be quick to jump on your negative responses that come out of your mouth. Be quick to go to a person who might have hurt you. They might not even realize they did it and say, hey, I, I, you know, I got a little hurt by that. I don't want nothing to happen between us. Let's work it out. Let's talk about it. But we have to be proactive against offense. Amen. We're going to take communion. Guys. I hope you went and got it. If you didn't, um, go get it now. If you don't have it, you can do it prophetically. Okay, make sure you're, you're part of the family of God, though. If you're watching this and you're not born again, you can only eat the body and the blood of Jesus Christ that he shed for you if you're part of the family of God, which means that you need to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Look, if you're not born again and you've been watching this broadcast and you're convicted, it's like, wow, I'm offended at everyone. I'm offended at my family. I'm offended at my friends. You need Jesus. He can supernaturally heal you of the grip of that horrible affliction and sin of offense. So pray this prayer with me if that's you. Just say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I confess my sin to you now. I want to receive you into my heart right now. I believe you died on the cross for me and you were resurrected from the dead so that my sins could be forgiven and that I could have eternal life. Say, now, 
come into my heart and rule my life as my Lord and King and bridegroom forever in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I want you to lead everyone through the repentance. We've got about five minutes. And uh, if you have any words of knowledge, but you lead them through this communion awesome. so they can be healed. Amen. So get your, your bread or your juice, whatever you have at home. And uh, these are always fun to open. Yeah, I'll camera. Trade you. you do that and I'll do this. Okay, there thank you, go. you so okay. much. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Father, we just take take the bread in your hand. Father, we just come before you, Lord. And we say, search our heart, O God. Show us if there's any area, Lord, that I need to ask you for forgiveness for right now. Thank you, Lord. God, we repent. I repent before you from any area of offense. And the Holy Spirit will bring it up right now to you. Mm. He'll yes. bring it. Mm. Any area, God, I just repent. And I thank you, Lord that this bread represents your body that was broken on behalf for me. And as I take this bread, I remember what you went through, Jesus. And the victory that you had on the cross is enough for me to walk in freedom and healing right now. Thank you, Lord. And just take the bread and eat it and remember his body. Thank we thank you, Jesus. And God, we just, we remember mm. through this juice that's here, we just remember your blood that was shed. I declare that your, his blood, one drop of his blood is mm. enough to shift your very situation that you're in right now. And I thank you, God, that your blood is enough. Your blood was shed for me, for you, for all of us, God. And we take this cup and we remember what you went through, Lord. And we thank you, Jesus. And we apply and we plead your blood over our lives, over our family, over our finances, over our marriage, over our situation right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen.